Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Think It Ain't Illegal Yet. I'm your host, St. Clinton. On this show, we'll be playing some poetry, spoken words. And other things about political and social issues going on around the world, both past, present, and future, which will hopefully make you think. Astronauts, be in space, three, 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 three. The moon has fascinated man since the dawn of time, inspiring poets, scientists, and uh, young lovers the world over. Yet, uh, little is known about this, our closest celestial neighbor. One day, perhaps not in our lifetime, man may set foot on the moon, and then he may discover the shocking truth of Amazon women on the moon. This is Brianna. What protects the space station from asteroids? Over. On board the uh, both the shuttle and the station from asteroids, and uh, there are special special uh, actually they're big metal plates, but they've got kind of a honeycomb structure inside of them. So if that any asteroids hit, they kind of the energy dissipates inside and they kind of break up into smaller pieces. Over. Discovery ISS, this is USA Today. How do you hear me? We've got you loud and clear to board the space station. Well, hello to all of you, and thanks so much for taking my questions. I wanted to start with one for Lisa Nowak. Can you tell me a little bit about the final inspection for MMOD that you'll be doing? Um, would you expect it to be substantially different from those first two inspections, and how much of a challenge will it be? Well, it's basically the same procedures, and we hopefully won't see anything different. Uh, if we do, it's because uh, some micrometeorite damage that happened during the flight Um, 
side of Earth, Earth is so bright that your eyes iris down and you can't see the stars. But uh, on the night side of Earth, you feel like you're floating among the stars. Mm. They're all around you. They're not twinkling at all. During the launch, your body feels, uh, first of all, there's just a lot of shaking going on. You don't feel a lot at first, and then the G-forces get more and more. Um, and finally, at the very end, when you get about three Gs, it gets pretty tough to breathe. So you feel like somebody's kind of standing on your chest. Over. I claim this moon for me, King Buxton, the first. Oh, what a place. Worse than Barnsley. It's lack of water that does it. Who are you? What's your name? You know, you know who I am. Who are you? What's your name? I'm amazing spicy man. Don't shake your head. Don't roll your eyes. The truth is dead. The facts are lies. Don't shake your head. Don't tap your toe. Shazam, bali ho, tally ho. Who are you? What's your name? You know who I am. Who are you? What's your name? I'm amazing spicy man. The president said the sky is green, water is red, and coal is clean. Now that's the truth, all you need to know. Skeptics and critics, go, go, go. What's your name? I'm amazing spicy man. I am the man I chose to be. It's a gift, a curse, it's my destiny. I'm a human spicy spicer man. I'm a truth, a slicer, dicer man. I hang all night upside down. I spin alt-right round and round. I sold my soul long ago. Shazam, bali ho, tally ho. Who are you? What's your name? You know who I am. Who are you? What's your name? I'm amazing spicy man. Amazing spicy man. Amazing spicy Thank you very much, Mr. President, and thank you for allowing me to speak here today. We're here to discuss a tragedy, the downing of a commercial airliner and the death of 298 innocent people. Men, women, and a staggering number of children lost their lives on their way to their holiday destinations, their homes, loved ones, or international obligations, such as an important HIV-AIDS conference in Australia. Since Thursday, I've been thinking how horrible must have been the final moments of their lives when they knew the plane was going down. Did they lock hands with their loved ones? Did they hold their children close to their hearts? Did they look each other in the eyes one final time in a wordless goodbye? 
we will never know. The demise of almost 200 of my compatriots has left a hole in the heart of the Dutch nation. It's caused grief, anger and despair. Grief for the loss of the loved ones. Anger for the outrage of the downing of a civilian airplane. And despair after witnessing the excruciatingly slow process of securing the crash site and recovering the remains of the victims. It is fitting that this august council should take position on this matter and I welcome the adoption of today's resolution of the United Nations Security Council which was tabled by Australia which the Netherlands co-sponsored. I thank the countries which expressed support for it. And I particularly want to thank Julie Bishop personally. Julie, we are in this together. Mr. President, for the Netherlands, one priority clearly stands out above all others. Bring the victims' remains home. It is a matter of human decency that remains should be treated with respect and that recovering victims' remains should be done without any delay. The last couple of days we've received very disturbing reports of bodies being moved about and looted for their possessions. Just for one minute, I'm not addressing you as representatives of your countries, but as husbands and wives, fathers and mothers, just imagine that you first get the news that your husband was killed, and then within two or three days, you see images of some thug removing a wedding band from their hands. Just imagine that this could be your spouse. To my dying day, I will not understand that it took so much time for the rescue workers to be allowed to do their difficult jobs, and that human remains should be used in a political game. If somebody here around the table talks about a political game, this is the political game that has been played with human remains and it is despicable. I hope the world will not have to witness this again any time in the future. Images of children's toys being tossed around, luggage being opened, and passports, including passports of children, being shown on television. They are turning our grief and mourning into anger of a whole nation. We demand unimpeded access to the terrain. We demand respectful treatment of the crash site. We demand dignity for the victims and the multitudes who mourn their loss. I call on the international community, on this Security Council, on anyone with influence on the situation on the ground, allow us to bring the victims' remains home to their loved ones without any further delay. They deserve to be home. As we are currently taking the lead in the forensic examination of the human remains, I pledge that the Netherlands will do its utmost to make sure that all remains will be identified and returned home, wherever that home may be. We will work intensively with all countries and international organizations involved to make this happen as soon as possible. Mr. President, I also welcome the setting up of a proper investigation into the cause of the tragedy of MH17, as envisaged in today's resolution. The Netherlands has agreed to assume a leading role in such an investigation in close cooperation with the relevant countries, the United Nations and ICAO. I am fully aware of the great responsibility we now take upon ourselves and I give you my personal commitment that we will discharge this responsibility to the best of our abilities. As far as the safety and security of the site and the international investigators is concerned, I underline the responsibility the Security Council took upon itself with today's resolution to take additional measures if circumstances so require. Once the investigation ascertains who was responsible for the downing of the flight MH17, accountability and justice must be pursued and delivered. We owe it to the victims 
We owe it to justice. We owe it to humanity. 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 Diversity in humanity, the genetic expression in variety, sex, race, skin color, mankind, but of different manner. Bob Marley once said, one blood, and of the different blood types, they all serve the same basic functions. Out of many, we are in one bond. With the social unrest we have with racism, disliking another for who they are, it is not so much the external which is the problem, it is the mindset to which we bear. Why are we fighting against each other? Who is the greater and the better? The flu virus can affect the black, brown or white. Anyone from any race and all can be great. We are all Adam's children, the human family from Eden, made as one by the Creator, the God of variety, our life giver. We all have our advantages, and all have their disadvantages. But let us value each other not by looks, but esteem each other as human beings. This is Jamar the Poet, expressing life through poetry. You've heard the criticism before that President Obama won't use the phrase radical Islamic terrorism. It appears that the shooter uh, was inspired by uh, various extremist uh, information uh, that was disseminated uh, over the internet. He hasn't used the phrase before, and as Olivier Knox at Yahoo News points out, Mr. Obama almost certainly won't in the future. Olivier set it up. Well, you know, Gordon, this has come up uh, basically since 9-11. This is a long-running debate about presidential rhetoric about American enemies and the war on terrorism. And it boils down to two factors. One is that American presidents are very hesitant to suggest in any way that Islam is a motivating force for this kind of violence. Uh, you know, President Bush was extremely careful to disassociate Islam from the 9-11 attacks, for example. He went to the Islamic Center of Washington, D.C. six days after those attacks to say, Islam is peace. These people have tried to hijack uh, a great religion. The same applies to Barack Obama. What they're trying to do is not needlessly alienate America's Muslim partners and allies in the global war on terrorism, but also they really, really, really don't want to legitimize the, the actions of these kinds of extremists by letting them cloak their violence in religion. But don't our Muslim allies dislike what these guys do in terms of, uh, as President Bush said, hijacking the religion? They absolutely do. The challenge is uh, that sometimes things get lost in translation. Sometimes when a uh, when a when an American politician says radical Islam, uh, some folks in in some of the more uh, uh, orthodox forms of, uh, of Islam get offended. In 2006, when George W. Bush started talking about radical Islam um, as, a, as a force behind these kinds of attacks, the Saudi government came out and said, hey, 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 hold on. This is terrorism. It is not Islam. You have to separate the two. But these terrorists at times, right, say they're inspired or directed by ISIS, so they cry out, Allahu Akbar. Absolutely. Absolutely right. There, there is, but there's a difference between letting people uh, claim that they are acting on behalf of a religion and endorsing that claim. And that's the big concern for, for now two American presidents. Um, just because someone says they're acting on behalf of, of God does not mean they are. And presidents have just tried not to legitimize this kind of rhetoric. Interesting. We're speaking with Olivier Knox, chief Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. His piece is called Here's Why Obama Does Not Refer to Radical Islamic Terrorism. All right, so I thought I understood somebody say, too, that by President Obama not calling it this, uh, he's failing to identify the enemy, and that makes it more difficult to defeat. That is a recurring criticism of President Obama's rhetoric on this issue. Uh, Ted Cruz has said, has said stuff along those lines. But uh, Democratic House member Tulsi Gabbard has as well. There is a strain uh, of this argument that is, look, by not labeling it radical Islamic terrorism, you are failing to diagnose the problem, which means that you will fail to find the cure to the problem. Uh, that's, that's also been running since essentially 9-11. Um, the, the, the debate uh, ends up being about policies that might target American Muslims, for example. So um, 
one of the things that motivated both President Bush and now it's Barack Obama is that there have been occasionally some reprisals, some retaliation, some uh, attacks on American Muslims. And they worry that calls, uh, for example, from Donald Trump to ban Muslim immigration to the United States or to uh, surveil uh, all, of, all of the mosques in America, things like that, they worry about those things uh, targeting individual populations in the United States, the Muslim population specifically in the United States. Olivier Knox, Washington correspondent at Yahoo News. America's First News is online all the time. Follow us on Twitter at This Morning Show. Like us on Facebook or send us an email. This Morning at CompassMediaNetworks.com Was the wise man wrong to say I belong in the eye of the storm she hurled her wrath from above remembering when she was in love behold as she falls the soothing sound of the storm Back to where I belong She fell From the wing Of a dove Flirted with chance Gave it a shove Her heart It shone So bright Remembering then The wise man was right Behold as she falls The soothing sound of the storm Moves me back to where I belong
weapons, the oil. The money, the weapons, the oil. The money, the weapons, the oil. Once more unto the breach, dear friends. You're coming over again. Get down, keep your heads low. Today the warriors will be tested on their strength, accuracy and agility under the burning sun of this mysterious land. Let the day's challenges begin. The money, the weapons, the oil. 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 I actually heard Mr. Trump tell the Fuhrer that the British were decadent, wouldn't fight. Think I was going to stand that? Nothing like <laughs> I have only five words for you. From my cold, dead hands. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And what a lovely day it is again. You ever have one of those nights when you just want to drop a bomb on the whole world? Trump's 1984 Patriot. The Patriot Citizens for Religious Freedom Act. Up is down, left is right, right is wrong, and the egg is cracked. The Patriot Citizens for Religious Freedom Act. Down is up, right is left, wrong is right and your brain is hacked. When they want to make a law to restrict your liberty, they'll name it just the opposite, something more warm and fuzzy. They think your liberty needs to be restrained so that you can be truly free. Doublethink starts working on your brain. Let's call that freedom foxity. When they want to make a law to invade your privacy, they'll name it quite the opposite. Something, oh, so yummy. They think your secrets need to be surveilled to keep your privacy unveiled. Doublethink is alive and well. Let's call that patriosity. Dear Mr. Orwell, may we call you George? It took a little longer, but it's 1984. When they want to make a law to impose their own belief, they'll call it something different, just like any common thief. 
Do you vote for wolves disguised in sheep's clothing because you think they eat the same thing you're loathing? That's doublethink, you see. They call it religiosity. When they want to pretend that they speak for you and me, they'll do that oh so surreptitiously. Do you think they have your happiness in mind? Do you really think your interests are aligned? That's when doublethink really shines. They call that bourgeoisity. Dear Mr. Orwell, may we call you George? It took a little longer, but it's 1984. Live long and prosper, said the man. I will always be your friend. We love you, Spock, said the fan. We will join you in the end. Beam me up, Scotty, now's the time To boldly go where no man climbs The needs of many outweigh the few Vulcans never bluff until they do So fascinating to me You see exactly what you want to see Emotions lose their power if you dare Insults only hurt if you care Danger lurks where facts are few Not logical but often true Wanting something stirs the soul Having it removes the gold One life mourned more than one million dead Without followers evil cannot spread Live long and prosper said the man I will always be your friend We love you Spock, said the fan We will join you in the end Somebody in America today, does America have an active manned space program? Uh, my answer would be yes, it does, and it's in Mojave, California. Very nice, gentlemen. 
there are no borders when you're looking down from space. And if more people have that perspective, I think a lot of things would change for the better.
kids and we don't want to tell our kids the big event that happened was 9-11, you know. We want to be able to say the big event was, you know, the common man got to go to space. You know, the regular citizen got to go up there. We've got a million youth unemployed in this country, all that energy with nowhere to go, with nothing to do. What do we expect? Absolute stone cold reason I'm here because I've lived in Elton for the whole of my life. Nothing else to do with anything else. I don't struggle from getting a job, I go and make my own way, but, but no one's touching Elton. We're in South East London, we're in Eltham High Street um, and we've been watching Twitter and apparently there's um, a lot of Millwall supporters um, that are on the street um, in Eltham and they're saying that if the looters come here, they're going to um, sort them out themselves. This ain't a racist thing, you know that, don't you? What has happened to these youth that got frustrated? So all you middle classes and you think it's not going to affect you, it's coming up to Bromley and it's going right around the country. Okay, so there's some other guys in the car there, white guys, and I said, this isn't a racist thing. I said, this is about a million youth that are unemployed. It says, and they said, that's it, fucking help us out, brother. We're looking at, obviously, a breakdown in morality. There is a breakdown in morality and there is boredom. Because this thing I've won, it, it's been brewing long time. The youth are going to war in our country. We better start listening. We can't start shooting. We can't start shooting our children on the street like they're doing, like the governments of other countries are doing all over, all over the world at the moment. And um, this is so sad. This is so sad. There is a lot of looting, but a lot of these people have got nothing. They got no jobs, they got nothing, their parents are in trouble, etc, etc. Right, so the police don't want to talk to us. We started a press pass, but the police don't want to talk to us. That's the problem, isn't it? Isn't that the problem? The police won't talk to us. What has happened to these youth that got frustrated? There is no freedom of speech for the police officers, but it seems to be that the government and the institutions are frightened to let them speak because, shall I tell you what officers, they don't trust you, they don't think you can speak, they think you're stupid and that's what a lot of people are starting to think, they're thinking you're stupid and you're brutal. This ain't a racist thing, you know that, didn't you? All the guys that I've been talking to, the majority of them I've been talking to here tonight said this is not about race, this is about class, this is about education, this is about spending cuts, this is about the NHS, this is about all of our resources in, in, in all over London in the lower class areas being put under pressure by um, immigration. What the beef seems to be with a lot of the people on the street is it that um, Sky and the BBC are not reporting correctly. Within our society we have what I can only describe as a poverty of spirit, a, a moral vacuum where anything goes and, and what we have seen in the rioting today is a result of that. For the second night running we've got copycat acts of violence. I've never seen such a disregard for human life. Nice as anarchists, I hope they have a nice little party, I hope they're on hell. The grief they have caused people, the fear they've caused people, are decent people who have done nothing to anyone and the fear in them. Our kids are going on the rampage to steal trainers and flat screen televisions. Is our own obsession with material wealth to blame for the riots? Tonight, to the south of London, a furniture store in flames. In Peckham, a closed door was being turned over, people helping themselves as others looked on. A bus was burnt out, police were guarding a supermarket, but they couldn't stop a pharmacy being attacked. I've never seen such a disregard for human life. The youth are going to war in our country. 
We've got a million youth unemployed in this country. All that energy with nowhere to go, with nothing to do. What do we expect? A fatal shooting by police last Thursday has become the trigger for an unimagined chain of destruction. street crime. They want to put street criminals in jail to make life safer for the business criminals. And they're against street crime providing that street isn't Wall Street. Their jobs, their justice, their dreams. Listen, learn, care. I go Boston, Seattle. Hi, Wall Street, Chicago, Boston, Seattle, and St. Louis, and many more. Listen, learn, care, understand, witness. People's voices will be heard. Our civil, you stole their job, their job, their jobs, their justice. Understand, witness. The people's voices will be heard. Listen, learn, care, understand, and witness. Human are alive. Human are alive. Human are alive. Are aware. Are civil. You stole their job. A human. A human. A human. A human. A human. Operations. These people are human. Are alive. Are aware. Are civil. A human. Are alive. Are aware. A human. Are alive. Are aware. Are civil. You stole their job. Their job. Their jobs. Their justice. Their jobs, civil. You stole their jobs, You stole their job. Learn, care, understand. Listen, learn, care, understand. Listen, learn, care, understand. The people's voices will be heard out loud, not silenced. The people's voices will be heard without gates, elections, or propaganda. The words will be harvested. Freshly demanded democracy, pure drinking water for famished tongues. They are a new regime raging against the machine of wars, weapons, and corporations. Wars, weapons, and corporations. These people are human, are alive, are aware, are civil. You stole their jobs, their justice, their dreams. No veto will get in the way of their hope. No law you pass can take away their rights for cleaner air. It is not arms they bear, but solutions to the problem. These mighty children of labor are bringing back the poor people's campaign, looking to community gardens and organizing to maintain. The Supreme Court gave corporations unimaginable rights. So now, the people have to fight. They'll occupy Wall Street, Chicago, Boston, Seattle, and St. Louis, and many more. Listen, learn, care, understand, witness. The people's voices will be heard. Listen, learn, care, understand. Listen, learn, care, understand. The people's voices will be heard out loud, not silenced. The people's voices will be heard without gates, elections, or propaganda. Their words will be harvested. Freshly demanded democracy, pure drinking water for famished tongues. They are a new regime raging against the machine of wars, weapons, and corporations. Wars, weapons, and corporations. These people are human, are alive, are aware, are civil. You stole their jobs, their justice, their dreams. No veto will get in the way of their hope. No law you pass can take away their rights for cleaner air. It is not arms they bear, but solutions to the problem. These mighty children of labor are bringing back the poor people's campaign, looking to community gardens and organizing to maintain. The Supreme Court gave corporations unimaginable rights. So now, what does Bain do? Bain's primary business is acquiring companies. It's a group of outside investors who put their money together. Well, I knew you had this business here, David. Buy a company. Investing in the companies, making them more efficient. Now the guy's got Paulie's apartment. Any problems, he goes to Paulie. Trouble with the bill, he can go to Paulie. Trouble with the cops, deliveries, Tommy, he can call Paulie. They buy profitable businesses. These are businesses that borrow money to finance their, their takeovers. But now the guy's got to come up with Paulie's money every week, no matter what. 
business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you, pay me. Vulture capitalism and profiting from worker layoffs. Take over a company, squeeze it, load it with debt, fire people, make millions, and then yes. be done with it. It's a bust out. You get in debt to them, and when you can't pay them, they become your partners, and then they just... They fucking eat through everything like fucking termites. You're not the first guy to get busted out. This is how a guy like me makes a living. This is my bread and butter. Some of those companies were struggling, and some of them uh, couldn't be saved. Uh, that's the nature of our free enterprise. It's my nature. Frog and the scorpion, you know. Also, Paulie could do anything, especially run up bills on the joint's credit. And why not? Nobody's gonna pay for it anyway. And as soon as the deliveries are made in the front door, you move the stuff out the back and sell it at a discount. Invest in startups and troubled businesses. Apply Bain's brand of management advice. Just ship them. I'll worry about selling them. Bread. Fuck blue. Bread sells. Bain turned a profit by strip mining these companies. The firms that come under the control tend to have unusually large amounts of job loss. And then finally, there's nothing left. Fucking shame. And you can't borrow another buck from the bank or buy another case of booze. You bust the joint out. The company ultimately folded, uh, but Bain investors still made out very richly in that deal. They cut our wages, they cut our benefits, they took our retirement package. How much did you lose? Everything, everything. Christ's sake, Vic, everything. The savings, the business, everything. Mitt Romney and his buddies took $100 million out of the company and let it go bankrupt. I have to go chapter 11, and then the liquidators will come in and they'll pick through the boat. This factory went bankrupt. 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 After Romney's firm seized control of it. That's exactly what I said. Those companies needed to go through bankruptcy to shed those costs. What's the end? The end. Planned bankruptcy. What's the end? The end. It's planned bankruptcy. What's the end? The end. It's planned bankruptcy. What's the end? The end. It's in a world filled with darkness. We must try to see the light. Take a seat and learn from me. I teach people to stand up and fight for themselves and for loved ones and for all those in need. Take those off their high horse and do not blame the steed. If we are to succeed, we must never lose hope. These are words of inspiration that you do not need to quote. We use words like dope, sick, and bad like they're cool. We must realize these are things we were not taught in school. Society wants us to think awful things are great. Advice that could lead us to death, a grave mistake. But let's take a moment to look around this dark world Dark truths hide behind bright lights, drugs, men and girls. They tell us sex sells as they sell drugs to children, afraid that we will become strong men and women. They're ready to give us the mark of the beast. We are more than upset. But light has now risen like the sun and won't set. I offer truth and inspiration. We must all hold our weight with no hesitation. Since our creation, we were destined for greatness. We must all keep it real and just let the fake hate us. Never let them name us or call us something different. Like bitches, punks, or slaves. We are strong men and women. We have a bright future if we choose to see the light. If it wasn't for us at the bottom, the top would not have its height. If they choose to look down on us, let's not bring them down with us but rise to the top together with this life that God gives us. If the peak is corrupt, then it has to erupt, blow up and blow over for those just like us, the common person. It's what makes us extraordinary. We are all the same, though each being varies. From insects to humans, from ground to water, we all must love our planet and all those in it, for together we're stronger. For there is no honor in disrespect, and you are still responsible for those things you choose to neglect. We all have regrets, that's what makes us human. Pride in good deeds and shame in ones of good times ruined. Let us cease the confusion and know where we're heading. Real people will have a reunion when I see you in heaven. There is nothing wrong with standing up for what's right. Our victory is coming, even if it's not in sight. So follow the light, our destination is peace. For us and for all, as we let the love increase.
Nice to meet you, Mr. Putin. Can I offer you a Coke? Only cost you ten million. Please pardon my bad joke. Mr. Sessions, Donald Jr., Gerald Kushner, and Ivanka. Is Russia just a rumor? Like gambling in Casablanca. Shut it down, shut it down. Save the USA, save the USA from that crooked Putin clown. You a drink. I got good Russian vodka or oh, Jack Daniels on the sink. I remember you and Michael Flynn, you two Tillerson. We met once at the Kremlin. That night was so much fun. Shut it down, shut it down. Save the USA. Save the USA from that crooked Putin clown. Nice to meet you, Roger Stone, and your comrade Carter Page. Americans want to know how you earned your Russian wage. The FBI is closing in, but you still have some time. To hire some protection if you need it down the line. Shut it down, shut it down. Save the USA, save the USA from that crooked Putin clown. Shut it down, shut it down. Save the USA. Save the USA from that crooked Putin clown. Fine Ducker, can you hear? There's a body over here. Fine Ducker, where you?
Get to Old Navy now because this week only there's a new red hot deal every single day. Plus up to 50% off store wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in store. So hurry in and get today's wow worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in store only. One time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry. Get to Old Navy now, because this week only, there's a new red-hot deal every single day. Plus, up to 50% off store-wide. That's up to 50% off your favorite Old Navy styles. Also, get $10 off your next purchase when you buy online and pick up in-store. So hurry in and get today's wow-worthy fashion pieces at a price you won't believe. Only at Old Navy. Valid 712 to 19. Select styles only. $10 off valid in-store only. One-time use. Excludes clearance, gift card, register lane items, jewelry.